Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So, you know, like many Americans, I have been obsessed with the show Cobra Kai on Netflix. I don't know if you and your family have been watching it. I don't know if it's for your kid. I don't know what age group are watching Cobra Kai, but I know yeah, I'm probably, watching Cobra Kai. Probably teens. It's kind of PG-13 a little bit, right? There's, That's what I thought. There's some things in there. Yeah, there's some things in there. More for the older kids than adults, maybe. But for anyone who has been watching, and especially for parents who loved the movie Karate Kid growing up, like my family did, Cobra Kai is a continuation of that story. And, you know, Daniel's son is in there, and he's he's actually... He's kind of the bad guy in this. And then you have the old bad guy, Johnny, who kind of becomes like an anti-hero in a way. But yeah. they're grown up now. They're in their 50s, I think. And they're now competing for students to teach at their do- – I think it's called a dojo when it's karate. Dojo, that's okay, right. I was going to say, if I mixed up my martial arts, I apologize. But So this is one of my favorite shows right now, not only because it's really nostalgic and fun for me to watch, but it also has a lot of really important themes that I think kids today would be really served to learn. And one of them is combating bullies. And I, I don't have kids, but I do remember that when my little brother was in the third grade – and he's 23 now, so that was a, a while ago – he had a bully at school who was just tormenting him every single day. And one day he had the courage to stand up to this bully, not with violence, just with his words. And the school called my parents and told them that my brother was getting in trouble for standing up to bullies. And this had to have been, this had to have been like 2012, 2000, or maybe 2011. But they, so my parents were shocked because they're thinking like, wait, what? Like our son stood up with words. He didn't fight anybody. Why is our son getting in trouble? Mm. And when they asked, they said they had a policy that you don't stand up to bullies. You were supposed to go to a teacher and have the teacher deal with it. And this is nuts to me for a lot of reasons. Um, first, as a teacher, we never did that. For As a teacher at the school I worked at, we had a rule that kids needed to work it out with each other. They only came to us if violence was happening. If somebody punched you in the face, you'd come to us, right? Because then we needed to intervene. But it was a very a big principle at our school that kids were supposed to learn how to deal with their problems without having to seek authority figures. And that's one reason I taught at the school. I really liked that. And I think it kind of hits on a bigger problem, which is that we're not teaching kids how to deal with bullies. And bullies don't really go away when you're an adult. It's just kind of a different kind of bully. In fact, sometimes the government can be the ultimate bully, right? So so all the time. So Connor, I know your kids are homeschooled, but do you have any experiences with bullies or being bullied as a kid? Oh, boy. Yeah. So I think I've shared before, I, I was public schooled, you know, my whole life. And uh, my mom apologizes to this day. She wishes that she could have homeschooled me. But growing up in California in the 80s and 90s, that just wasn't really a thing. And uh, and so I was public school whole time. Now, I have kind of a little bit uh, interesting story in the sense that I was very short, like very, very you're not short. You're short now, right? You're, you're average height now. I'm, right? I'm pretty average right now. I'm like 5'11". Um, in fact, my wife would always tease me cause I always say I'm 5'11 and she's like, no, you're barely over 5'10. She, my wife's about an inch taller than me. Really? And, and so our whole, our whole marriage, she's all, you know, I've always been, oh, I'm 5'11. She's like, no, you're not. I'm 5'11. Well, about a year ago we stood back to back and, and like, I've apparently grown a little bit since we've been married, you know, uh, 10 or 11 years where we're now actually the same height, either that That's or maybe funny. she's short. I don't know. But, but growing up, I was very short. I hit puberty very late. I was maybe like 16 and a half or something like that. And I remember distinctly this memory where I was in a marching band. We've talked about how I was in like a ska band and played right. saxophone. And every year for marching band, they would take the, the kind of the big group picture, right? Everyone's up on the stands. You've got your uniform with your little feathery hats on, you know, and, and your instruments. And so the way they would do it is they would line up everyone by height. 
And because they'd have all the tall people go in first in the back and then the next tallest people all the way to the short people in the front. And so you'd have this big line of, I don't know, like 150 kids or whatever. And the last like 20 or 30 kids in line were all girls. And then it was me. I was second to last. You know, I was just, I was short. And so I got picked on a lot. I, That's I had public one, school for you, right? Like, it's almost like they were oh, asking yeah. for you to be bullied. That's exactly right. Like, like, and, and I thought it was bad then. I think in a lot of ways it's worse now, but oh, yeah. I was, um, I was stuffed in trash cans. Like one, Ooh. once one guy like lifted me up some kind of jock, you know, athlete just lifted me up and put, put me in a trash can. I was made fun of a lot. Um, I had people like shoving me and I, I never got into a fight, perhaps because everyone knew I would lose, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so not, like I wasn't a threat to anyone in that way. It was more just being picked on. But, you know, I, I was never, ever really able to kind of stand up for myself. I, I kind of just took it. I didn't have a Cobra Kai. You know, I didn't <laughs> I didn't uh, do any karate. But what I like about, you know, this conversation we're going to have, like think of Cobra Kai and and we won't share, you know, any spoilers for those who haven't seen it, but enough where we can talk about it. Like the, the plot is centered around this kid who's being bullied. Like that's how the show starts. And, um, and this kid, you know, instead of just lying down and taking it, he decides to defend himself. Now, this isn't something that I did. I, you know, I maybe could have and should have, but, but I didn't, but here's this kid and he decides, you know, I'm not going to take this anymore. And, you know, we're not advocating here for like beating other people up if you, you know, if they bother you or whatever, but we, we've talked about things like, for example, the non-aggression principle and how that can be a guide for you in dealing with people who, who hurt you, right? The non-aggression is when you're, you know, hurting someone else basically is a, a simple way to say it. So a non-aggression principle is don't beat up other people, don't harm other people. And, and what it really means as a reminder, the non-aggression principle is that you should never initiate aggression. In other words, you should never start it. You should never be the one to begin it. But the non-aggression principle doesn't mean that you shouldn't defend yourself, right? Like if if someone is trying to hurt you, non-aggression principle doesn't say, oh, just stand there silently and take it. Let them punch you or let them, you know, hold a gun to your head or anything crazy. Non-aggression principle just means you shouldn't be the one to start it. But if someone else, you know, starts it first and they're like in the process of harming you, obviously, totally, you can defend yourself. But what's interesting is Cobra Kai, for those who remember watching Karate Kid or if you've seen the show recently, they have this motto. Do you remember what it is, Brittany? Yeah, it's strike first, strike hard, no mercy. No mercy, right? <laughs> and so obviously, like, strike first, that's a problem. I, yeah, I think a that's problem. a problem. Yes, that's a that, problem. <laughs> you know, that violates the non-aggression principle. And so Cobra Kai's philosophy uh, versus the what's the other one called? I think Miyagi Do, Mr. Miyagi Do. It's not as a creative as a name, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and so Miyagi Do is very much like non-aggression principle. Their philosophy, the Karate Kids, you know, is is you defend yourself. You're just there to kind of uh, stand up against bullies, but never be the bully. But Cobra Kai, you know, strike first, strike hard. That's more like you know we're going to uh, we're gonna. It's like preventive action, right? And in war around the world, there's this idea of preventive war. And the people who believe in preventive war think that they're almost like fortune tellers, right? Like, hey, I think those people are going to attack us. And so we're going to go attack them first. They're going to strike first. That's exactly what it is. It's strike we're, first, strike hard, no mercy. Exactly. Yeah. It's the Cobra Kai. That, that's actually kind of a good article idea right there, right? The Cobra <laughs> Kai foreign policy, you know, but there are a lot of people in the government who think that to stop war or to keep the peace, 
we should do preventive war. We should, we should attack them first. We should go in and we should, you know, shut off their electricity or we should freeze their bank accounts. Or sanctions, you know, we stop medicine and like medical supplies from getting to them. Exactly right. Or actually sending troops. Drones is a common one, right? We're going to have drones dropping bombs to destroy, you know, this factory because we don't want them building bombs that they use against us. The problem is, as you well know, Brittany, is the country that we're doing that to they see those as acts of aggression. And they are. <laughs> so, I mean, that's exactly what they are. <laughs> exactly. So then they, they want to defend themselves or retaliate and kind of get revenge. And so then it creates this cycle of blowback. This is a term we talk about in the Tuttle Twins and the Golden Rule, where you just get into this constant cycle of blowback. So that if that country then attacks, let's say, America in, in this example, because they feel justified, because a drone just killed a bunch of their people or destroyed their supplies, right? So they feel justified then in attacking. Well, then people here in America say, oh, that's terrorism, right? That That's an attack that we need to respond. And then it, it just goes around and around. It's around. only terrorism so, if we don't do it. <laughs> exactly. And so this is like the Cobra Kai approach, strike hard, strike first. But I think, you know, this has like a total conflict with the non-aggression principle. And for that reason, we need to think long and hard about like... We've been talking about foreign policy here for a second, but taking it back to bullying, I guess, yep. let me throw it to you, Brittany. How does how does the non-aggression principle relate to bullying? What should kids do if they're you know being bullied, but we've got this non-aggression principle as well? That's exactly right. And we're not, you know, just to clarify to the parents out there, we're not saying if somebody hurts your feelings, go punch them in the face. That That's not going to solve anything, as Connor just kind of explained. And it's not going to help us, you know, live in a peaceful society either. So it's kind of like, what do you do, right? And I think the first thing you do is try to use your words. I mean, words are very powerful, but that doesn't always work. And that's where I think the non-aggression principle comes in. Now, Connor, obviously, you talked about when you were bullied, you didn't push back. But a lot of times when you do push back against a bully after they've aggressed against you, you'll find that your bully isn't going to mess with you anymore. And again, not encouraging you to go out and get in a fight, but you do have the right to defend yourself. And I think that's an important part because right. a lot of schools are not only not teaching that, they're teaching kids to become victims. And we've talked about in a, in a you know previous episode about whether or not you have the right to not be offended. Like this actually stems, it's all connected to me because you're, you're creating a victim mentality and then they grow up and let's say they encounter speech they don't like and in college, then they think they have the right to cancel you, which we've talked about in another episode as well. And so it all stems from this, you know, what do you do if you are being bullied? And I think the biggest thing you can do is stand up for yourself. And there's the Karens, we've used that term before of the world who would tell you like, just go tell a teacher. There is nothing worse, and I can tell you this from experience, than tattling on a bully to a teacher because you're just going to make the bully more angry. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think, I've seen that. Right? And I think, I think that also translates into adult world. You know, people like to just call the police on people. What was it? Was it, what did they call her? Barbecue Becky? Was that her name? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But there was a lady who called the cops on people having a barbecue because they weren't following some law or something. Like, you don't want to become that person either. So I think the most powerful first step is use your words. See if you can do it with words. And if not, you know, that's kind of where the non-aggression principle comes into play. And, and I think what's important here is uh, dovetailing off of what you're saying, Brittany, with using your words. Uh, a related way, I think, of saying that is communicate directly. And, and what I, I mean by good. that is... Yeah. I have a, um, we used to live in a different neighborhood and we had a neighbor who did not like that their next door neighbor's weeds were growing kind of too tall. Like they weren't, they weren't taking care of their weeds very well. This neighbor, this, this person who lived next door to the weed house, uh, had called the cops, literally called the police on their neighbor because they thought the weeds were too tall rather than going and communicating with the neighbor 
like if you want to be a successful adult, it really comes down to learning how to communicate directly. Say what you want, say what you feel, be kind about it, be yeah. direct, you know. But if you kind of but stern, you know, you can stand your ground. You a can be bit. stern, yeah. But say like, look, I, I think that this is a problem. I feel this way about this issue. Can we talk about this? And that is a sign of maturity, right? I think it is a sign of immaturity to immaturity to go tattle to other people. Because what are you trying to do? You're trying to get other people to solve your problems. Yep. And obviously, if a bully is like legitimately harming you, like breaks your bone or, you know, shoots that would be when you tell a parent or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there, there are levels, I guess, in all of this. Right. But if it's just like you're being teased, like in my case, I was teased a lot. I was picked on. Brittany, what you just said is exactly right. Every time that I tattletailed, every time that I got like a teacher involved or something like that, or like my mom would then talk to that kid's mom, like that never went well ever, nope. right? Because they, not only would they be upset, but then they call you a narc and a tattletale and they pick on you even more and they tell their friends. And now everyone thinks you're, you know, just a, you know. You're a tattletale. Or, yeah, no, nobody yeah. wants to play with That's a really good way to not get friends very quickly. And, and what I like in, in the Cobra Kai show is there's a part where um, the, the what, what's the guy's name that runs Cobra Kai? Do you remember? Uh, Johnny Lawson Johnny. or Johnny Lawson? Yeah, That's yeah, right. okay. Johnny. And so Johnny, there comes a point in the show where he is being kind of encouraged to fight and he decides to stand down. He decides Mm -hmm. that he's going to be the more mature person and and not engage. I think he even says something like it's not worth it. And, And that to me is maturity where you can deal with a bully. You can deal with someone who's trying to cause trouble or cause you harm. And, and you can just say, look, I'm not going to engage with you. I'm going to be the bigger person and walk away. And the, the one or two times I can remember doing this, you know, when I was like 15 or 16, when someone would be, because what are they trying to do? They're trying to provoke you. They're, they're trying to get you to lash out so they have an excuse. The bear. Yeah, exactly. And so the, the one or two times I can remember where I just kind of walked away and, and tried to ignore them and, and rise above the, the like petty fighting, it worked. Right. Because they saw that they didn't get a reaction and and, you know, and then so next time they, you know, didn't really bother uh, because, you know, I wasn't going to have any of it. I wasn't going to stoop to their level. So I think there's a lot of ways. Right. Like, you know, using your words, communicating directly, ignoring them. But but certainly if it does get to a level like you were well within your right to engage with them, if someone like literally is just pummeling you with your fist I think you're totally fine, not only to try and, you know, defend yourself. Maybe you learned some Cobra Kai karate, (laughs) but I think you're in your right to, to, uh, to uh, basically attack the other person back, not to, and and here's the important part. We talk about this a little bit in the Golden Rule book, not to get revenge, not, you know, you don't like once the fight is over, you don't like run after them and punch them, you know, behind their back and their head, because that's just going to start the process over again. The, the point where violence is appropriate, like when you're being attacked, is just to get the other person to stop, right? Yeah. It's like if yeah. they're in the middle of attacking you, it's okay, like attack them back until they, but the moment that they step back or you've knocked them out or other people pulled, you know, the other person off of you, that's when the fight is over. Because the moment that you then try and retaliate, right? Then now you're the aggressor, yep. you're escalating, you're inviting blowback. And so it's a very careful line where if you're being bullied, you're being attacked, it's okay to defend yourself, but you have to be very careful that you don't cross that line. I think you're absolutely right. And I think, again, I know Cobra Kai is not for all of our listeners. It's not for smaller kids, but 
But for you know, our teens and maybe parents, it really is not just a fun show, but I think there's a lot of really good themes about uh, you know maybe over coddling kids and what, how to do deal with bullies. So I think it's it's a really fun show if if your kids are old enough. And I think there's a lot of lessons not only from that, but uh, maybe this is a prompt at a minimum with the kids to go back and read the Tuttle Twins yes. and the Golden Rule. Talk about blowback. Talk about uh, the non-aggression principle and and what uh, the boundaries are. Okay, maybe you're dealing with something in your life where. You need to kind of work through some of these problems and learn about how to communicate, learn about how to deal with people, because there's going to be bullies in your life at some point, maybe in your childhood, you know, you don't really have them quite yet, but just give it a few years, you'll find people, and you'll encounter people in your life where knowing how to be mature, knowing how to communicate and how to handle these problems, I think is going to be key. So Absolutely. good topic, guys, make sure you're subscribed to the show. Please share it with others. Thanks as always for listening. We really appreciate it. And until next time, Brittany, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.